BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You have to view the relationship as this thing. So here it is. It's this invisible circle in the air. It's this object. Let's you and me step outside of it. Look at this thing. How can you and I make this thing happen, make this thing be happy and better, as opposed to me versus you? Step outside of it. And if this relationship's this thing, this how do we this 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 ball or whatever, how do we make that ball like the best it can be moving forward? Yeah, rather we're, than we're like a team. Rather, a team, exactly. Like rather than trying to have a winner and a loser to an argument. Hey, everybody, and welcome to RealPod. I'm Victoria Garrick, former D1 athlete and mental health and body image advocate. Every Wednesday, I'll be bringing you awesome guests, weekly inspiration, and the realest conversations around everything and anything. Now let's get real. Welcome back to Real Pod. I hope you're having an amazing day. Thank you for tuning in for hopefully another podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. Today we have a special guest joining us, a repeat guest, a two-peat guest because you guys loved our first episode together. This past weekend, I celebrated my four years of dating anniversary with my boyfriend, Max Brown. If you guys are not familiar with Max, I had him on the podcast. We dove deep into his football story, his athletic story, which is truly a tearjerker. It's emotional. If you want to check that out, definitely go listen to his first episode. But today, Max and I are going to be telling the story of how we met. I've been wanting to do this for a while now. I couldn't think about if I should do it in YouTube or a podcast. But a lot of you guys have been asking for us to tell the story. And I figured it was perfect timing with this week being our four years. So Max is here today. We're going to take you through the story of how we met. It's quite entertaining. There's a lot of bumps in the road. I hope that you guys laugh a little and enjoy it. And then I also did want to bring you guys some value. So Max and I are ending the podcast with the three things that we think are the reason we've had such a great, stable relationship and what we think has allowed us to last um, for such a long time. So this first half of the podcast will be how Max and I met. And then the second half will be the top three things we think a couple needs to have a strong and steady relationship. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's get to it. Hey guys, welcome back to Real Pod. Here we are with Max. I don't know why I just said welcome back to Real Pod because I said it in the intro, but I'm just excited that you're here, babe. I'm pumped to be here. People loved your last episode. Um, seriously, it got so many listens. How did that make you feel? It was awesome. I think we knew that was going to be like we were hoping it would be like a dope episode, and um, I'm glad we did a rerun of it because the know. first one would have been good, and I think it would have done well, and you're, you're, you guys would have liked it, but. 
the secondary one was uh, was awesome. Yeah, the second one hit home. But I'm glad to have you back. Um, for people who follow us on Instagram or our, our intent listeners of the podcast and on our social media platforms, they would know this past weekend was our four-year anniversary. Yeah. Four years. Four years, crazy. I know. That's the longest relationship you've ever been in, right? Long, yeah, easy. No doubt. No Me doubt. too. Yeah. That's a, that, like three years is, I think people hit three years, but four years is... Whoa, four years. I know, we saw it in the dang comments. Everyone's telling me to get on a damn knee. I'm like, <laughs> I know. Everyone, slow your roll out there. But uh, Everyone, keep it up. Keep it up. Don't apply the pressure. Um, <laughs> but no, it's awesome four years. And we were talking about the other day, uh, we've had long distance. It's been six months long distance and six months together. Six months long distance, six months together. Right. Or like every year, I guess every year's had six months of long distance, even if it's not like perfectly on and off. But uh, yeah, it's been a great four years. Well, today we are obviously going to tell the story of how we met. Many people have been dying to know. I say this as if like people really care about us, but a few people have been dying <laughs> yeah. to know. A, a few core listeners. <laughs> a few core listeners. But I do get this question a lot, so I would love us to do this because then I can just be like, check out the podcast because the story of how we met is, it's not... Link in bio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's quite fun to tell. And also, we are going to end with the three things that we think have made our relationship so strong. So I'm excited to do that. So getting into it, Max, when is the first time you ever laid eyes on me? The first time I laid eyes on you was a USC house party behind Frat Row. It was a house, I forget that what that street was called, but I just remember my, my buddy Brandon Fisher from high school. I don't even talk, I know the last time I talked to Brandon Fisher, but he was there, we went to a party. You were there with your volleyball team. It was like, it was like this time... Five years ago, yeah. which that's that's weird. We've been dating four years, but it was like this time five years ago, Vic had just reported to her first uh, fall camp, as we call it, in, in, uh, or I guess training, uh, summer training uh, that summer. I was there because football, we never leave. And uh, it was like, a, yeah, Friday, Saturday night party. You were there. I knew Rachel, uh, one of your friends from that previous semester. And so, because she graduated early, like I had had done my year, and uh, she brought all you all you freshman girls. She there didn't and... graduate early. I just think sh- they were on campus Why before me. Oh, really? I think they were on campus a week before me, so they had gone to like one weekend of parties. And you guys probably met all the new volleyball girls. And I came. I, I, you, oh, interesting. I came late because I remember. No, it was literally just like a week before me. Bailey is the one that went. Bailey, that's what early. it was. I'm mixing it up. I'm mixing it up. It was Bailey. I knew Bailey, and she introduced her freshman yeah. squad. Dang, that's a name from the past. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, and that was literally, you guys, the very first ever like social slash party event I'd ever been to at USC. The funny thing is. I don't remember meeting Max at this party. Yeah, Vic has no idea who this scrub is. I for sure met her. I for sure was talking in a circle with her for a good 15, <laughs> 20 minutes. So. Met a lot of people that night. On, lo- on Vic's end, it was not love at first sight. On my end, I saw her and I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to clarify, I w- it's not like I can't remember because I had a wild night. It was just I I met a ton of people. It was the first night out of USC. I think everything looks like a shiny ball. Like, it was just wild because you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm in college. I'm at a college party. But yes. Okay. So you said you met and me. And every guy was probably trying to talk to you and no, all that. No, that's and, just, uh, that's completely false. But anyways, a little bit of background on me. I was in a high school relationship that was on and off and I was just kind of exhausted from that. So I was pretty adamant about being single my freshman year of college. Um, e- even though that you probably in your head were like, oh, I have to be single but you, yeah, you're, you're a relationship girl. I am a relationship girl, but I definitely really enjoyed like True. having that side of me for a year. And um, 
having and like learning how to be single and like talk to people and like not have it be serious. So we met at that party and then I think I would see you around. Okay. And then here's when I remember first seeing you, I was at a party at old mansion, which is your, you guys probably think we're crazy partiers. We're not like, we got to go out. (laughs) I mean, actually football, we, I mean, we, we went had, out after games, but yeah. it wasn't like, uh, I don't know, some yeah, like, it was definitely not, like, that's not like Tuesday, Thursday night. It was definitely not every weekend. It was like once a, a month, literally. Um, I remember going to an old mansion party and this is funny. So the first time I can remember seeing you, like when I literally clock back my memory, I'm on a staircase. Wait, rewind. Uh, You're on my staircase. Yeah, I'm on your staircase. That's why when you say, oh, Mitch, why it's my apartment. This yeah. is my, well, my place. I like to think of this as the first time I ever saw you, but it, it technically was the second because about 30 minutes prior to this 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 sighting off the staircase, I was talking to a guy um, in Max's kitchen because he hosted the party. And I didn't even know this was Max's house. I just was like, I'm at, I'm at a party. Um, <laughs> and this guy is talking to me. And I'm kind of – I'm against a wall. Like, not against a wall, but I'm just standing by a wall. And this guy is on the other side of me. So I can see the party. This guy can only see me in the wall. And this guy just comes up kind of behind the guy I'm talking to and makes a face – mouthing the words no this guy being me yeah yes obviously this guy is max mouthing the words no shaking his head to the side and like giving one of those like nah like cutting up his neck like basically saying the guy you're talking to sucks and i had no idea who max was and i was just trying to hold a conversation with someone as a guy across the party was mouthing to me like don't talk to that guy he sucks and it's so funny cuz when we tell that story now it sounds like i was some jealous bitter dude but i swear at that point obviously i thought you were attractive and like ooh I, like little mini crush but it wasn't me like trying to like undercut this dude um to keep a keep a long story short i just was not pumped on that guy and was it, genuinely general, trying to look out and, and, and max does not have max very i've never heard you like dislike someone except literally this person so and now that i know you i'm like wow if you don't like a person there must be some reason so anyways that was interesting to me because i was like the balls of this person to do that and then later on i was on the staircase and i just see i mean of course in your mind it becomes this bigger thing than it is i feel like i remember seeing an empty dance floor like a blue light (laughs) shining down and you're just dancing like a weirdo in the middle of the but just looking like the funnest most like good time just having a good time yeah just looking like the funnest most good time ever and i turned to my friend and i said who is that and she said well that's max brown and did i have the onesie on no, you did not have a onesie on. I always on. feel like the the story you tell is like I had a cow onesie on. No, which that, that was like no, that was know, when we, that, that was the that was on. Lambda. So Max oh. and I had a few of these sightings. Ooh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so, that one. Yeah. So I thought I definitely thought like this guy looks like a really fun good time, and then we did start to talk and become like I I started to know you. And we would say hi. Yeah. Um. From my like that was ju- that was it. It was just like a hey, how's it going? Like, yeah. yeah. From me, I. I knew Max had a crush on me. Like, uh, I knew yes, if sir. I was like, <laughs> I knew if I was like, hey, I like you. He'd be like, great, let's go on a date. <laughs> like, he was no, he was not playing any games or being um, secret at all. I guess I thought I was hiding it more, but yeah, I had a crush on her right away. And I'll be honest and speak to whoever this relates. Um, I was not looking for a good guy. And I didn't know this at the time, but 
for some reason, like the idea of a guy being like, hey, I really like you. I think you're really beautiful and nice and I would love to treat you right. I was like, nope, next. <laughs> treat me badly and don't leave me hanging at the party. Like, so I was not, I don't know why I just wanted a bad guy. That's also like kind of what I was used to in high school, like a toxic relationship. I wasn't used to like healthy. That to me is still so wild though. Cause like, you're not the only girl that that happens to, but like the, the concept of you wanting and going and get like the douchebag. Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but uh, the, 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 the bad guy, that's just like, I don't know. Like it's, it's so like, it's not that we want a bad guy. It's more like we want, if a guy doesn't like us, we're like, why what's wrong with me? So then you want them to like you. And then when a guy does like you, you're like, yeah, great. I know I'm awesome. And then two months later, you're like, when he's not, the best thing ever. It's like, oh, well, why is he not doing this? It's like, well, you know what you signed up for. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree now. So then, yes, we would. I would go to parties and I would see Max. And I remember kind of my my vibe being like, Max is the most fun. Like, whenever I went to like a party, I would hope to see him there because I was like, he's such a good time, and I flirt with him, and he's like, I'm a little puppy. Yeah, like, get, get out of your little puppy. Yeah, right. <laughs> It was, hey, we're going to Spud Nuts uh, after the party and getting getting a donut. Yeah. You know this guy's going to buy it for me, so. No. <laughs> you, you've never actually bought my Spud Nuts. You, yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. That did was you? the thing. I remember, uh, I vividly remember this. It was like, oh, oh remember? Like, uh, yes, I do. Went to my Cheryl Brown or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I do remember Max buying me a, a donut. So this place called Spud Nuts was a donut place. And so it was funny, like. I, w- I don't know where I would spend the party, but it was, like, with other people. And then when it was, like, 1 a.m. or time to go home, Max and That's where we me- laid the groundwork. That's where we laid the groundwork. <laughs> 1 a.m., which sounds kind of sketchy, but we would- 1 a.m. Uh, Spud Nuts Donuts. Yeah, we would go get donuts. Um, Not just us. It was, like, us and... And, two- and like, a friend like, or yeah, two. Yeah, um, And that's where I was, like, Max is so funny, and he's such a great time. So then let's get to Toga. This is... I think we can jump to Toga. Yeah, but that's fast-forwarding. So that party that we first talked about was July of 2015, and then now we're about to jump to February 2016. So, yeah, freshman year. Vic it, has an all-star volleyball season. Uh, we're now off-season. Did we, we did, we, did we kiss freshman year? No, So because Togo was our first kiss. And you're no. sure that was 2017? Yes, because Natalie no. came to visit me. No, 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 that was 2016. Oh, so freshman spring? Freshman spring. Okay. So, oh, it was freshman spring. Okay, so. It may have been like April, so it's it's a little later, but it was March, April. So there's this big party at uh, Max's fraternity called Toga. Why, why are you, you smiling get, Why are you getting all excited? You're because, really getting all excited. Because this is a funny story. <laughs> this is a really funny story. Her and knee's I, going crazy under the table, guys. <laughs> this is a really funny story, and I just think that this message needs to be shared. Um, so there's this Toga party, and we dress up like Greek gods, Togas. You guys know the deal when you hear that. So, I, <laughs> I'm so funny to say this in front it's of you. It's so funny because our, our takes are, no, go ahead, go at it. Let, like, let, let me have it. Our takes on this story are so different. Yeah. Like, so, how we perceive that story or the, the lay of the land is just so different. And this is the night of our first kiss. So, I had previously gone to an invite with this guy who I thought was gorgeous and, like, I didn't even think I was good enough for him and well, my friend set it up and we went to this invite together and then the next weekend or two was this this big party and this is that guy's fraternity. So I'm getting ready thinking like, I want to go, like this guy's going to see me again and he's going to want to hang out with me and like he's my quote unquote mission for the night. Like I think most people can relate to go, going out with the intention of I've got to find so-and-so. And so I get to the party and I mean this, this boy, 
nowhere to be seen. Doesn't care about me. Doesn't want to say hello. He's already with some other girl. I'm old news. I'm last weekend. So clutch. So, so, clutch. so I'm, I'm like so upset. I mean, like we, you guys, you know, when you get ready literally for someone and then you get there and they don't care about you. And I remember having this honest to God moment in the party where I was by myself and I like took a deep breath and I was like, okay, we can go cry about, let's call him John. We can go cry about John and feel not good enough and like go eat, right? This one I was binging and just have a terrible night. Or we can go have a good night with Max Brown because Max had been following me around the party and he was just like so happy. And like, I just knew like you, you had your eye on me the whole time. And so I was like, Victoria, I thought I was being so much sneakier than that. You were so not sneaky at all. I feel like if I just lifted my head and looked like 20 feet, you were staring at me from a corner. And I thought I was being so sneaky. Yeah, my, or you finish and I'll give my, uh, my side of it. So I basically had this moment of we can cry about the guy that sucks or we can give the nice guy a chance. And I gave the nice guy a chance. And so Max and I basically hung out the whole party and, and we kissed um, a few times. So... That was our first kiss night. Max, your, your side. My side of the story, I showed up to the party and, I mean, like, obviously I had a crush on you, but it wasn't like I was going to the party like, ooh, tonight's the night I'm going to, like, try to make a move on Victoria Garrick. But I got to the, the it was like that huge back, uh, like, backside parking lot area, and I remember there was another guy, this, a third guy now, he had, like, the hots for you, and I thought he was, like, a little doofus. Wait, who? I don't know his name, but... Uh, Oh, was, this is a guy that we can never remember. You like, always bring him up. He, he played water, water polo, right? water polo, I think, yeah. And I was like, all right, this guy's a little doofus. And he, like, was, like, trying to follow you around. So I thought I was, like, the savior guy coming here oh. and, like, while doofus mode is, like, doing all that. So you were ready to give me another no with the neck cut when this guy talks yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, well, so, and then, like, that, while the, the night's going on, like, you're moving from one circle to another. And I'm, like, trying to be chill and, like, be, like, kind of right there and, like, try to, like, stumble in and, like, con- like have a conversation with you. Little did I know. I didn't know you knew, like, I was... I was scheming. We this. know like, everything. Yeah, I got eyes on. I thought I was being uh, being sly, and then your volleyball friends were like, "Max, go for it, go for it." I don't know if you ever knew that, but uh, it was Rachel and Bailey. I think were like, "Oh yeah, like she's she, like go for it." She's, she's I can't she's remember or whatever. That's big. That That's big. Me, that gave me a lot of confidence, and then I did the whole like, "Oh hey, how's it going?" Like stumbled to that, and then. We're talking and, yeah, you know. <laughs> the lips are locking. The lips are locking. <laughs> is the, I was so hyped. The green light from, oh, you were hyped all night. Like, no, get out of here. <laughs> I was so hyped. I mean, I had a huge crush on you, and it, one of, it was one of those things where, um, like, I never let myself, like, get that far. Like, or, or I don't know. It's like, I, it wasn't like I was planning on uh, making this huge move or anything. But when that happened, I was like, all right, dope. This is awesome. And then we lived happily ever after. Just kidding. There's yeah. more to the story. There's more to the story. There's a little little time lapse. So I knew something was different with with this one. Why yeah. did you know that? Just I think I had a crush on you like from the from the start, and I. Why me? Because you're hot and beautiful, and I loved how you were sporty, and you were so nice, and you were so genuine. All those things. Aww. Yeah, that's the thing. Like when you do this podcast, and you're like. Oh, I thought this guy was too good for me. I'm sitting here like, what the hell? Like, get out of here. What, these loser guys? Or loser guys, or just, you were awesome. You it's hard. Catch, so. It's hard to have good self-worth as a female at USC. Like, the girls are so beautiful. I mean, in most schools, I feel girls feel the same way. It doesn't matter where you are. You go to the, you go to the party or the bar, and it's like, no one is looking at you. Like, you've spent three hours to get ready, and no one's looking at you. Like, and you just feel... You just don't feel good enough. And then the guy that you did kiss or no did one's hang out at you with. Except for 
Max Brown, like, in the <laughs> yeah. corner, just, like, popping his head out. Yeah, and the guy that you did kiss doesn't want to kiss you again. And you just can't help but think, like, I'm not skinny enough, I'm not pretty enough. And so, like, I had, I was definitely, like, low, com- I wouldn't say low confidence, low confidence, yeah. I mean, I definitely just thought, well, I'm definitely not the girl to get here. Um, so that was a self-esteem killer. Anyways, we kissed at Toga. It was fun. Um, and then I remember you tried to text me like that week and I remember thinking like I don't want to make this thing slow your roll Vic slow your roll don't make this a thing that's so funny I mean it was it was five months into freshman year I was like I don't want a boyfriend I still was adamant about not having a boyfriend and this is where and you still don't believe me I'm interested to hear your thoughts after I say this but I was in a similar boat this is April of all my best friends are a year above me so they're all graduating and the last like month or two six weeks of graduation for those guys like, there's a lot of cool stuff, especially at that time in football season. It's like, that's the, that's the off season. It's past spring ball. You just, you have the most free time of the year. And so even me, I swear, and you still don't give me the, the, the time away, but I was like, all right, Brown, like, girlfriend, that, that's a heavy commitment right now. Like, you're about to have a lot of grad festivities with, the, the, with these guys. You're about to, like, bun- like, just a bunch of just things are going I- on. Do you want to start a brand new relationship then? And sure, if you said, Max, like, I like I, I would have gone for it, but I wasn't like I wasn't like texting you every day. I wasn't yeah, like no, you were all like that because yeah. And I can buy that because I remember thinking I had kind of ruined whatever it was we had, like which was a little flirtation crush thing. And like we had kissed like once or twice after that at like various parties, but like nothing, nothing real. Wait, we also skipped a huge part of this. What part? When I um, asked you to yeah yeah, I was just getting to that. Okay, but I think Toga was after that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So it was like, no, no, this was like the week or two after Toga. Okay, you, okay, okay. Oh, yes, because this was when I was like, whoa, slow your roll. Yeah, this so is, okay. the week or two after Toga, I'll let you tell this. Week or two after Toga, I had an invite from my fraternity, hence a social social. You guys, deal. we sound like we're frat stars. We're not. Like, yeah. Max and I could not have been less involved in Greek life, but... I mean, freshman year, you're just going to things a lot. And a lot of athletes went to these things too, even if they weren't in Greek life. So just yeah. disclaimer. Had an invite and uh, I asked Vic I, from our Spud Nut Donut sessions. I knew her favorite was like Nutella. So I got Nutella. It was a big deal. I remember my, uh, one of my best buds, Jeff Miller, dropped me off uh, at her, was it sorority? It wasn't your apartment. Yeah, sorority. I like, dropped off this. Uh, you didn't even have a pledge to it? No, I did. I hand delivered it. Oh. Um, or that might not be true. Yeah, there's no way. That you just you true. bring them to Lambda and then the but I guess I hand delivered it to uh, the house, but I guess it doesn't count. Anyways, um, and the big thing there is we had an invite, and I did not text Vic the night before. Anyone listening can relate to uh, when you're going on a dance, you have like your friends feel it out. You drop the text like, hey, would you want to go to invite with me? One of those things. I wanted to do it the old-fashioned way. I wanted to genuinely like surprise her and not do that. And so I dropped off the, the invite uh, or the, the delivery. That's what I'm looking for. And, 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 and wait, let me add this because you won't say this. The guys who ask girls to invites, like not great gifts, like just a card, a, a bag of candy. Like for Max to get me a ginormous jar of Nutella, a card, and put it in a bag with tissue paper, like that was very cute and thoughtful. And like that was not something guys did. Yeah, and that's something I did. That was the first time I like I was I was hyped. I was I was ready to go with this uh, with this delivery. Sweet and so uh, I dropped that off Monday night, and then it was like Monday at like I don't know nine nine thirty. I got a text from you, and it was a sweet text, but it was uh, 
like, hey, I'm going with someone else already. They like they asked me the day before. So I was like, gosh dang it. If I just texted her 24 hours earlier, I could have reserved my spot, for lack of a better term. Um, and so that was kind of the point where it was like, ah, well, shucks. And then you, we just like, not moved on, that sounds harsh, but that was kind of like, oh, like, it's it slowed the momentum, I guess you could say. Yeah. Well, I got a text the night before from a different guy saying, hey, tomorrow I want to ask you in a delivery to my invite. Week. Yeah. It's kind of like reserving. Get out of here. Because you never know what delivery is going to come first. And I um, I said yes to go with him, just as friends. Different frat, too, but I then, believe. Yeah. But then when Max sent me his, I remember reading it. And I remember it, it never said, I forget it said like four uh, it was Spud a lot, nuts of, a lot round, of inside jokes. It was yeah. like, because we were both number four, so he was like, hey, four. Spud, Spud nuts, nuts round two. two for invite round one. Love four. That's what it was. <laughs> so cute. Spud nuts round two for invite round one. That's right. Yeah, that was so cute. And so I remember getting this, like, oh my gosh, this guy is so precious and sweet. But, like, if I go, it's, I was actually. I don't know if I can ever find these pictures, but I kid you not, and this sounds like me being all sappy or whatever, but when, I remember outside, being outside Cardinal Gardens, which was the apartment kind of like past the row and Jeff my be- one of my best buds could see how excited I was like I was pumped like I put a lot of effort in it and he's like uh all right brown like what what he said something like all right brown what if you just found your future wife or something like that Jeff would and like cuz and I think he, I still have a picture of the card and the card's got to be somewhere but I it, put it, it, in it our was stuff like that I think Kind of knew this. This was a little, a little different. This wasn't just the hey, I want to go to invite. Like this is ah, there's some, there's some skin in the game. Meanwhile, I'm like, ah, I would have slowed like, this down. Ah, yeah, get out of here. So I, and that's, that is so cute. But makes then you, when that happened, makes me I feel think, bad looking back at all this. Well, so then not even. I, I was, remember trying to get out of the. So I felt bad, and so I texted Max. And I remember saying. If someone didn't ask me, like, I would have loved to go with you. And then I said something like, keep me in mind for the next one. Like, I tried to be really nice. But then the next one was my invite where I had to ask someone. And this Wait, is... I'm, I'm forgetting. I'm for... Okay, go. Can, yeah. Continue. So remember, you thought... Max just had... Max thought, oh, Victoria will ask me to this invite. So when you... Remember, you declined an invite from a different oh, girl? Oh, yeah, yeah. I declined it, yeah. I declined so, an invite from a yeah, different girl. So Max, so basically we're getting ready for my sorority's dance. And Max had been asked earlier in the week with like a, a big generous gift by yeah. a different girl. Max, will you come to my invite with me? And he said no in pure hopes that Victoria Garrick's going to ask me. But this me. makes me sound like a little softy. I wasn't clueless, and I wasn't just, like, waiting by the door, like, frantically, like, come on, invite me, invite me. But I, you I, said I remember no thinking, to a girl's full invite with, like, the whole fifth she got you and stuff. Yeah, because I, I just I wasn't, like, over the moon about it, um, and I wanted to hold out uh, hope for you. But I, it's, it makes me sound like a clueless person. I, I thought there like, there definitely was potential that you could ask me. I don't remember no, the ins and outs, and, and but I wasn't, like, just some clueless dude that, like... You definitely weren't, and I did consider you, obviously. Oh, nice. No. Nice. I was considered. Nice. No. I just nice. mean, like... I'm No, I'm saying that I mean, like, you weren't far off. I might, like, be, I, I might be opening a can of worms here, but you got to tell your fans about the uh, the diary uh, the diary entry about this time of year. You, uh, I you, feel I feel really bad. Like, and this story makes me sound like the worst ever because Max is a gem of a human, and if I ever lost him, I would never be able to live. So I can't believe that it took me this long to like realize he was the best thing ever. But I, yes. So Max, the diary is talking about. I had a diary freshman year. I'm so I, glad I had it. And I still went to a different invite, a third. 
Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We know who you went with. Max will, ne- <laughs> Max will always bring this up. Um, I, I can't get into it. Maybe, maybe <laughs> who knows? She's listening. But let's just say when I didn't invite Max, not like the kid had nothing to do. He had things to do. He was on the football team at USC. But um, anyways, I, I remember debating with my friend, should I bring Max or should I bring this guy from water polo? Bring water polo, man. And I ended up being so stupid and choosing the other guy. And it was the worst night. He was so boring. I so regretted it. I thought I had ruined it with Max because you Snapchatted me the night of invite saying, hey, what's up? And I was like, like, hey, how are you? And you were like, you look so nice. Where are you going? And I was like, ah invite with someone else um so i felt bad but it didn't my invite was awesome it's a great time i hate Uh, you seriously it was one of the best invites of uh usc so yeah yeah. (laughs) oh yeah it's okay you can have that you can have that I, i deserve it um so then this is kind of where things changed a little bit so then this was the summer after freshman year and so that's a full year of max and i is like kind of flirting knowing each other stuff then it is the summer and I we texted a few times. Max is a big LeBron James fan, so at the time he was a big Cleveland fan. I'm a big Warriors fan. Um, I'm from the Bay, and so obviously they're rivals, and there were like a bunch of those games going on between the two teams. So we would kind of text and like give each other jokes about Warriors versus Cavs. And then I had always been telling my mom about you. Like I always, Laney's always had my back. I have always been always t- had my back. You, Shout out, Laney. As much as we didn't have like a significant thing in my diary to my mom, I was always like, and the Nutella boy. Like she knew you as Nutella boy. Nutella boy. <laughs> and so I remember softs in the summer, something like my mom said something like. What about sweet Nutella boy? Like, he, he just gives you Nutella, you have a letter, you always have a good time with him. Like, just give that guy a chance. And <laughs> You guys for sure were, like, pointing me out as just some softy. No, no. <laughs> but I definitely, like like I said, I knew you can see you're a good guy. Like, no bone or part of your body seems like you're a, quote, douchebag, like you said. And well. and then on top of that, too, shout out Grant Moore. I was at something... So my mom says that, and it, and, I, and it has me thinking about it. So I start texting Max and Snapchatting him a little bit more. And then I go to this, my friend's birthday party, and our mutual friend Grant is there. And he's like, so, like, what about Max? Like, you guys had, like, a little thing yeah, going July for 4th. a little bit. Like, he just, like, comes on strong asking me about my feelings for Max. And I just kind of, like, am dodging around the question. That's what I'm talking about, and Grant then, Moore. And then Grant, and I don't, I will never forget this, goes on to this, like, rant about just how good of a human you are and like how you're the you're just such a great guy and you're so funny and um like how well you've been doing in football and like you're and I just moved in with Grant so yeah and and I just as he was saying these things about just how great of a guy you were I just remember thinking like oh my god like in that moment I felt like a time clock go off in my chest like <gasps> what have I been doing? Like, my time is almost out. Like, and this guy is so great, and I just haven't been taking it seriously at all. My time is almost out. I'm a freshman in college. No. Felt like... No, I thought my time with you was out. Like, because I had I had, guess little did you know that I was going to transfer because I had, five months later. I had done something... Yeah. I had done something similar in high school with a guy where he's a really great guy, and, like, I just... I wanted to feel it, but I didn't feel it where I yeah, needed to. The that, and then the by the time I did, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> by the time I did, he was like, no, thanks. Sorry. Like I'm over you. And so that's why I got that feeling in my stomach. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I don't want to lose Max. Um, and so that night I rem- this is the 17th of July. I remember like fibbing on Snapchat and saying, Oh yeah, I'm watching. Wait, that conversation happened on July 4th. 
with So there was like a couple of weeks, yeah. No, that was really? the 4th of July party. That was Taylor Weedy's birthday party. Oh, okay. So right. it was the 17th, because that's her birthday. Gotcha. And then, so that night, I remember Snapchatting Max, and he was like, if you guys are still listening, I really <laughs> am glad you care about us this much. I'm like, we have told every little crevice of our story. So that, we're almost done, don't worry. So I go home, and I Snapchat Max, and he's like, oh, I'm watching the O.J. Simpson Made in America series. And I go, oh. <gasps> Me too. Just Lies. A lie. Lies. A, f- a lie. And I go, what episode are you on? And, and I go, episode four. <laughs> no, perfect. you said episode uh, three. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, hey, dang it. I got. <laughs> go- <laughs> I thought it was four. No, it was episode three because we're the fours. And I remember thinking like. I could have swore we watched OJ four, right? Go yeah, ahead. we watched four. That's what I'm saying. Because you Snapchatted me saying I'm on three. Oh. So then I said. But I invited you to watch four. Yes. Gotcha. So Max says, well, I'm on three. And I go. Me too. And I and I think I said something like, we should watch four together. Like, I lied about watching this show. Obviously, I knew the OJ trial, so I wasn't going to, like, come in blind. But um, I basically kind of weaseled my way into Max saying, like, giving him the perfect alley-oop to invite me over and watch this because we had been on the same episode. So Max invites me over. We watch episode four the next night. Wait, tell them what happened before I came over. Oh, uh, before she came over... So this is gonna sound once again like I'm just teeing up some. Hey, maybe romantic you are a hopeless thing. romantic. Just Who embrace knows? it. But uh, that was the first time, or maybe second time. Like I had like a formal invite to a girl to come over, like and hang out, like midweek, whatever, and like watch something. Like this felt like different. I remember like looking myself in the mirror, and this is just how I'm wired. I'm always thinking like five, ten years ahead. Like this is just it's a blessing and sometimes a curse, but. More, more often than not a blessing. And I remember looking myself in the mirror, like, as if I was, like, brushing my teeth or whatever, and I was like, Max, like, this could be it. Like, th- th- this could be, there's, there, there could be no going back to the single life. I remember <laughs> literally looking myself in the mirror and staring at myself for a good five to seven seconds, like, all right, Brown, here we go. And sure enough, Four years later, here we are. But uh, was, I just knew, like you could, you could feel some, some was a little different. And that was really the moment that our whole trajectory changed. I went over to watch that show. Um, Max was such a gentleman. We watched the show in his living room. His friend was there. Like it was not like come to my room. I was and, so wary of that. Like, I was like, we're not like even if because even if it's like, oh, he's. He's really slow to roll. I was like, I, 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 I can't, Which I can't mess this up. I think is so sweet because when you think about Netflix and chill, it's like let's lay in bed and watch a show on my computer. And I get there, and Max is like, we're gonna sit in the couch in the middle of the living area where people walk by, and we're watching it on the TV. And I think yep. I remember not expecting that. I was like, I thought we were going to your room. <laughs> yeah, see, I was like, and I thought you were like, if if I invited you to my room, which I had like a couch in my room, so I actually wouldn't even been like that weird. But if I had done that, I would have thought you'd been like, no, 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 no. But That's I, the vibe I got from yeah, you at that stage but, in the game. But that's true. I'm not a fast person, and I definitely, I don't, regardless of where we are watching a show, if it's on top of your bed or on a couch. That's not going to affect, like, my morals and my choices. So I think I would have just known, like, you could take me anywhere. Like, but I know what I'm not doing or doing. So that- That's why I had a huge crush on you because I knew that. And I, I had no problem, like, slow, like going slow <laughs> and steady, you know. So. And, 
And I remember honestly being, a, I was like bummed we were in a public place uh, in the house because I was like, I want to kiss you. I live with seven dudes for all you guys uh, listening. So, Which is also big too, is that like you weren't like hiding me. It was like, let's sit in the middle of my house with seven dudes. Because- but it, it also was like a thing. It was like, ooh, Max is having Victoria Garrick over. Everyone go to their rooms and watch their stuff on their laptop except for uh, <laughs> Matt Miller joined us, which I love Matt. Yeah, um, one, just one of Max's friends sat and watched the show with us for like two hours and I remember thinking, does this guy not like get a hint if I was Max I would text him and be like please leave no I respect it Minnie if you're listening I respect it that that was that was clutch because then it wasn't like a formal like yeah for a first hangout it wasn't like a date on the couch it was kind of like oh we're just like it was it's just us and he was there I don't I don't blame you for being like all right what like from your point of view being like all right what's this guy doing here but from my point of view it was like oh it's just she just came over. She just came over to watch a TV show. Little did we know, behind the scenes, we were all, like, planning and scheming. Yeah, but, and I uh, remember getting ready for that exact night with the volleyball team after uh, practice. I, like, brought the leggings and Converse, and I was planning my super cute, casual outfit that looked like I didn't try hard because I just came from practice. So, shout out Minnie, too. I love him now, so it's funny thinking about it. And from that moment on... Um, it was different, and I remember that night we did kiss, and that was the first time we kissed that I, like, blacked out, and I didn't remember it, and that's when I knew, and this is, like... Wait, wait, blacked out? Yeah, like, like, I don't remember kissing yeah, okay, you, because yeah. I we've liked... Had, we've had some alcohol references yeah, in this podcast, I was so there not, was no, no yeah, alcohol yeah. involved then. But night. I've never, I don't, I, I rarely drink a lot, so I never had even blacked out before, but in that moment, I just had such a tingling butterflies for you that when you kissed me... Um, I like don't even remember it because I just was so excited. I was hyped. And then I, I went. Was hi- I was juiced. <laughs> yeah. And then I went home that night, and that's where I took the video on the bike, which I just put in my TikTok to my friends, and I was like, "We had such a good time. I think he's so great, and I'm just really excited." And from that moment on, we were inseparable. We spent the next like three weeks together. There's, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, that was that was it. That was it. What did I? Say? You always give me crap. What did I say after uh, I went in for the kiss? Like, so you're like, I'm so sorry. I just wanted to do that. He yeah, kissed me in the he <laughs> he kissed me mid sentence. I was talking about something and he just dove in. I mean, that makes me sound like a just creeper. No, no, no. It, wasn't it, it was it was wanted. I was sitting very close to him. You know when you're like looking at them closely and getting closer. Like he, it was. I mean, yes, obviously. Please always get consent. But I feel like I I was I was very happy that you kissed me. I wanted you to kiss me. I put myself. I was giving you the signs at the time. Oh. But we executed. Yes, we did. Well, that's the story of how we met. Um, We're going to take a quick two-second little break and come back for our three biggest things that we think have given us a strong relationship. We'll be back in a sec. Hey, guys. Quick little break in the action. I just got a cell phone number with community. So I have the ability to text all of you. Yes, it's me texting you from my phone, and I can send you my weekly words of wisdom, my random thoughts of the day, keep a little realness in your life, some inspiration. So if you guys are interested in that and wanting to receive my texts and be able to text me, go ahead and do that right now. You can do it on your phone. 1-213-214-0917. You can text me. I really want to hear from you. 1-213-214-0917. Tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. I will definitely respond. And yes, I hope to hear from you. Okay, let's get back to the episode. Max and I are about to go over the three things we think are super important for a long lasting relationship. 
we thought long and hard about these. Just kidding. We came up with them last <laughs> yeah. night in the, in the car on the way to Dairy Queen. We don't we, even have a name for the third one. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> but we. But I don't. I. But I don't feel like I feel like these are very right. Like that's why they came to totally. us so easily. Totally. So our first one, this is what has worked best for us to have a great relationship. And if you want to incorporate this into your relationship, um, I honestly don't see the fault. Like I only see these things being positive. Our first one is set the standard. Set the standard. Um, and it's, it's worked both ways. And what we mean by is I look back on like the first three months of our relationship, which that's usually when people are like filling each other out, like Mo- a lot of people let things slide in that phase because you are in the crush phase and you want to just make it work with whatever, like however, like it, it Let's works be out. specific. Let what slide? Like sassy comments and little snippiness and emotional. Well, for me, the one that jumps out is like the texting. So Vic was big on like long texts, me showing how, like telling her how much I loved her like all the time. And like, if I wasn't doing that, it was, you know, like what, like whatever, there, there's something missing. And for me, I'm sitting there like, all right, this, like, I really do like this girl. Like, this is awesome. But these texts are just too much. And I think there's a lot of guys that like let that slide and just be like, oh, that's just kind of the deal. But I was like, wait a sec. We need to have a conversation about this. Because then if, if it's annoying me and we don't have a conversation, then that's how something like gets all jumbled up and then it becomes a whole thing. And some of them are like sitting, like talking. I was like, wait, what the hell, what the heck's up with this texting thing? Like, you know, I like you, you know, we're, we're great. You know, I'm showing you that, but the text, like we don't, that doesn't need to happen. And it's things like that, that you bite the bullet, you nip it in the butt early and you have like a difficult, semi-difficult conversation early on, but it doesn't come into something that's something you hate about your relationship years later or something that is just, it, 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 it comes together and it enforces like this huge fight. And I was coming from a toxic relationship in high school, so the things I knew were very toxic. So what I wanted from Max and what I expected from my boyfriend was, like, not the healthiest things to expect. And so, yeah, one of them was, like, you need to be proclaiming your love for me all the time. And then another one was, like, why aren't you getting jealous? Like, Max, when I go to a party and you're at a football game or when I do this, like, why don't you ask what I'm wearing? Why don't you care what guys are there? Why don't you care if I don't text you? And Max was, like, because I trust you because you can do whatever you want. And I thought, and when those happen, like they're little debates at the time. Like there are like little heated conversations, but they're not this whole, like, I feel like a lot of people, they don't say anything, don't say anything, don't, don't say anything or let it slide. And then it builds up to this huge argument. And I feel like we've done a decent job of, uh, having like little debates along the way that have never got to a point where it's like... And that's very much on Max. Like, I won't try to pretend I was better than I was. Like, it was definitely me that had a lot of, like, toxic tendencies. And Max had to help me realize, like, that is not a healthy relationship. Like, jealousy doesn't mean I love you. It It's not healthy. Like, I love you and I trust you means I don't text you. I say, have a great time. And, like, I just thought you'd call me when you, the party's over. And so that's stuff I had to learn um, in setting the standard. Totally. And... You did it on uh, on my end as well. So what's uh, what's the thing that you set the standard for me? Just a little bit. Max had not. Max has no sisters, and I just don't think he. And a lot of your friends do not have girlfriends. I just think he needed a little bit of. I don't want to say teaching. On just like things a girlfriend expects. Like you know when I do something like yeah. give a TED talk. Let's give me flowers. Like, let's do something. And, like, and Max just wasn't doing those things. 
not because he wasn't excited for me and like didn't care, but he just like didn't know. And so I had to explain, I, I wasn't even as good as you at this. I didn't explain this well in the beginning, like three years in our relationship, this was still kind of an issue. And I had to explain like that thoughtfulness and like my love language too is gifting. And so like for you to even, it doesn't have to be expensive for you to get me cheap $10, $11 flowers from Trader Joe's like means a lot to me more than it does you calling and saying like, yeah. congrats. Yeah. So it was just like, we had to let alert each other of those things. And I think I really love this one because when you're in your relationship, like Max said, you get habitual and these things will last a very long time. And if you are just trying not to upset your person early on, and so you're just doing things that you don't like for them, it's not going to build a foundation that is super solid. And we've built a really strong foundation in where both of us feel equally respected. Both of us are able to call each other on things we don't like. And so we highly recommend setting that standard in your relationship very early on of like, this is how we're going to communicate. This is how we're going to handle arguments. We're not going to go to bed and not talk. We're not, you're not going to ignore me for two days because you're upset. We're going to talk through this and you have to set that standard. um, Otherwise you're encouraging that, that tendency. And so much of it is when you're a third party and it's not your own relationship, like, you know what is healthy and what is unhealthy. But I think some people, from my observation, when it's their own relationship, they let things slide at times or they don't nip things in the bud or whatever. And so I think that's something that, yeah, we've done a, we've done a solid job at. Well, you give your little happy wife, happy life spiel, because I think that's important for girlfriends to hear and boyfriends as well, who this might get sent to by their girlfriends. Yeah. And I still struggle, like, bringing this to words. But in- I-, I think your point's good. I hate the term happy wife, happy life. And it's easy for me to say that as a 25-year-old dude who's not married. So if there's any if there's any 50-year-old dads listening to this, they might be rolling their eyes right now. Like, oh, Max, you just wait. But in my experience, people that use that term have a relationship where they are very controlled in, in, in that they, it's, I, I do whatever, whatever my wife wants, whatever. And when you're a third party and you observe that, I think everyone sees, oh, that's not healthy. That's not, the, that's not the right way to do it. Oh, he like there are puppet tendencies, right, or whatever. But then when it's your own relationship and you fall into that happy wife, happy life, do whatever, all that things, whatever makes them happy, sure, it's all fun and games. And I know that the comment itself is lighthearted, but I think it's rooted in a lot of things of it's not setting the standard that is healthy of back and forth. I, I, can, I, I love spoiling Vic. I love doing things for her. I love, hey, Max, I'm thirsty. You're giving me a bottle of water. But it's not this happy wife, happy life where I'm just like a little puppet. And I think, I mean, I'm being honest, and I don't know, there's going to be some loved ones that are, that are watching this. I don't think that is a healthy road to go down. And I will admit that I thought, what? Like, I want to be happy wife, happy life. Like, you should do everything I want you to do. Because that is, once again, like the toxic relationship standard we see in TV shows, we see in comedy, we just see. And so I think Max kind of helping me understand like happy wife, happy life can build resentment. Like even the wife doesn't want that in that scenario. You don't want puppet mode. Like when you're a third party observing it. Well, I like a person that challenges me. And so when you push back and say, Vic, you can do this yourself or no, like I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't have time. Like you're never doing it just to be sassy or rude. Like you you genuinely have a good reason. I think I like a partner that challenges me and just doesn't just do what I say. And you do push back a lot and rightfully so. And like, that is why I think we've had such a great relationship is because you did not allow me to be like happy wife, happy life in the beginning because there were things I wanted or, 
why aren't you getting jealous or why don't you um, care and what I'm wearing? And like you, you could have been like, okay, sorry. Like I'll text you next time you're at the party. And you were like, no, Vic, I'm not going to text you. Like I want you to have a good night and I trust you. That's, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and just to be clear, like I love spoiling you. I love doing things for you, right. but it's, it's just that difference. It's that like expectation where it's, Right. Puppet mode versus actually like, wanting it's, to it's do it. It's walking on eggshells around your partner as opposed to not. Yeah. 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 So like that. anyways, that's our first one. Set the standard. Um, hope that is helpful. Moving on to number two. Communication. This is like the obvious one, I feel like. <laughs> like I feel like any couple pod could do that. But ours has been different because we had long distance. And so a lot of FaceTimes, a lot of texting. Um and I think at times when we communicate about issues, if someone was watching us communicate, it'd be like, damn, they're kind of formal. And people, <laughs> people that know me, like, oh, formal brown, like, oh, it's not, Max, you give, you give formal. But it's, we are very... It's um, not formal, but we just talk to each other like two people who are very well-versed in like inner self-work. Like, yeah, you know, true, like, true. Like, have been to therapy in a, yeah, in a like, sports psych before. Like we, yeah. we both, the way we talk, and you guys can probably tell from just our two episodes on the podcast, even in the last podcast I did with Max about his sports career, you guys heard me kind of push back on him and then call myself on being wrong, and that's how we talk. And so we very rarely are ever raising our voices. Um, there's no swearing. There's no... Um, I think the, a big thing in... I hate this. I give myself a little credit here. I think a lot of times when we debate, we are not out to win the debate. Or like, I am not out to win the debate and walk away the winner. It's what I, when we're debating, it is getting all the points in the air and coming to the healthiest, most beneficial long-term conclusion. And I feel like that is a little bit different than how a lot of couples debate. In I my agree. Experience. You have to kind of, here's a good example you have to view the relationship as this thing. So here it is. It's this invisible circle in the air. It's this object. Let's you and me step outside of it. Look at this thing. How can you and I make this thing happen, make this thing be happy and better as opposed to me versus you? So really you, when you're having arguments or something is wrong, instead of like, I'm attacking this person, you did this, 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 it's, Hey, I don't know what your perspective is, but I feel really, um, like I'm not a priority. Like, have you felt super busy? Like, did you even know I felt that way? Like, how can you guys together work on this thing? And secondly, this actually reminds me last night, Max and I were with people and he was kind of challenging me and pushing back on my intuitive eating. Uh, he, he thinks it's a great thing. He's glad I'm an intuitive eater, but Max is not an intuitive eater and he is very, he's cautious about what he eats. And so it's just different. Um, and in front of people, Max is like very, you know, strongly challenging me, asking me tough questions. And I could see a different relationship. Someone being like, how could you ask me that in front of people? Why would you, why would you make me out to look that way? And I could see people maybe watching us having that conversation thinking, Oh, are Max and Vic fighting? Like I remember like Danielle was like, she was like, I love this. Like it was like, she thought we were like arguing and I was like, no, this is just Max and I talking about like something really deep and personal. And like, we love talking like this. So also too, I think with communication, just, just always giving your partner the benefit of the doubt. Like I'm guessing they are not out. Hopefully they're not out to get you. They're not to make you look stupid. They're not out to make you feel like crap. And if you are feeling stupid and like crap and like they're out to get you, there's a disconnect. So let's talk about that. Um, and it is tough when like, I could not be in a relationship with someone who was not on like my mental level. Like, and I just think you are max is there and more. Um, and I like aspire to be where he is mentally just with his optimism and his, all that stuff. Um, so make sure you're with someone that 
you can communicate with. And if you, I saw a quote, if you're not able to have the tough conversations, you haven't, there's no even relationship to risk ruining there. Because if you're not having tough conversations, what really, what really is there? Yeah, Um, totally. And I I liked your analogy of step outside of it. And if this relationship's this thing, this, how do we, this, this, this ball or whatever, how do we make that ball like the best it can be moving forward yeah, rather we're, than we're like a team. Rather, a team? Exactly. Like rather than trying to w- have a winner and a loser to an argument. Uh, that was a joke I always made to you is I feel like so often in our early uh, arguments or debates, like I lost every argument. I lost every single argument, but it like progressed things forward. Like, it, you know, like I was able to vocalize my points and, and all that, but uh, yeah, it's about moving, moving things uh in the, in the most healthy and way. I would say I've gotten a lot better at being like, I am wrong, or I should not have said that, or I was emotional about X, and that's why I said Y. Yeah. Um, and it takes so much mental strength, you guys, to say, huh, I-, I spoke too soon. I think I think I was wrong. Or, I'm sorry, but I shouldn't have said that. But you relationship forward 10x. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Like, if you have perspective, and you're like, oh, that's- I was wrong. Like, the power in that statement is, like, woo! That's like, the thing about you know? Max. If I ever say, like, this happened the other night. If I say That's Max, like, you, I'll yes. I'll own it. If I, own it. If I yeah. say, and this was funny because I was with Aubrey and I texted Max something and I said, like, I'm really bummed out that, like, you know, you let me down in whatever this aspect. And he responded, he types, the, stop typing, types, the message comes through. You're right. I, sh- I need to do better. That's on me. I'm sorry and I love you. And I remember looking at Aubrey, like, this is no fun. Like, exactly. how am I supposed yeah, to have a fun argument with my boyfriend if he's just going to apologize and own up to his mistake right away? That's on me. That's but then as a result, I have no choice but to be like, I love you. Great. We'll be better next time. Okay, let's get into our third. So the third one, we don't have a name. We don't have a name for this. Um, what, it, before, yeah, before the podcast. We called it life support. <laughs> oh, yeah, life support. But that sounds way... It doesn't, uh, it doesn't really... Basically, what this one is about is... Having your separate lives and supporting each other in those endeavors. Yeah, and just the power that comes with if you have your own lives and do your own things, but then combine them for one mega life, for lack of a better term, just how cool and powerful and healthy that can be. I think um, that's not, it's genuinely not to throw shade at people that don't have that. I just think Vic and I were forced to have that because we did long distance and because we were college athletes when we met that we truly do kind of have our own lives at times, own, own friend groups that over time have then come together to be like both of ours. And so rather than having being like one thing we have, it's like, all right, now we have our two things, uh, both Vic's, Vic's pursuits and my pursuits um, that have made things healthier. And I think it's, it's awesome. Yeah. I think being college athletes really helped with that because we have, to, I know what it's like to love, have a love for sports. And like, I always knew while you're playing football, I'm second football. Like if, if a fiery godmother came down and said, uh, you can have Vic forever or you can have your football dreams come true. I would definitely not be the one chosen. And like, I think that allows, and I know that I have had similar dreams and passions, probably not at the time I met you, but just being able to support your partner on their dreams and know that like you have to make sacrifices and like, Max needed to transfer and finish his football career at a different college. And like that was five months after we started dating. Five months after that OJ date we talked about earlier in the podcast, he had to leave. And um, things had just started going great for us. So, but I like, I have to support him on that. How can I make this work now? And then 
Max, after football did not work out, went to try a, a job of passion and spontaneity in New York City. And he'd never worked a job before. He loved the boss. He wanted to do it. And who am I to say, no, you can't do this. And so I'm like, okay, like if you're going to go, I support you. Like I'll visit you in New York. We'll make this work because I don't want you to live a life of regret. And that is the type of support you need to have with your partner, especially while you're kind of younger. Um, And I think it's little things, right? Like, yes, there's the move to Pittsburgh. Yes, there's the move to New York. But it's also the Saturday afternoon when I'm saying, hey, I'm going to go to the beach with my buddies. And it's not, it's just like, all right, that's like your day. And sure, you might come some days, you might come, you might not come other days, but there's, you place value on me having great friendships, just Mm -hmm. like I place value on you having great friendships and great career pursuits and all that. And it doesn't have to be like tied at the hip. And I genuinely, if that is the case uh, in your relationship, I, I, I don't find fault with that. I'm just saying from our experience, I think we've had a lot of happiness, fulfillment, cool things because we have both been pursuing our own lanes and then they come together and compound from my view. Like, for example, if I had to say, oh, Max, I've got four weeks on the road, I'm speaking and I'm doing all these things. His first thing would be, I'm so excited for you. Like, when are you leaving? This is so awesome. What a great opportunity. As opposed to you're leaving me for four weeks. And that's kind of what we're trying to get across is like, you need to be excited for the other person to live their life. And if it's not even a successful accomplishment, like if if I were to say, I'm going to live in Australia for four weeks with Aubrey because I've never lived abroad. And like, I want to do this. He, he would definitely be like, okay, well, like I haven't heard any about this, but like excited for you. Like, okay, I'll visit. I mean, it's just not getting upset that the other person is living their life. And you can be a part of that in certain ways, but this idea that we're going to do everything together and Max can never leave me and I can never leave him is not, would never work for us. Totally. And this kind of ties into some of the long distance stuff we've had. And if you are someone embarking on a long distance, like, yes, it sucks. Yes. I would have been way rather like been around you all the time, but now that it's past us, it's made us, our relationship so much healthier and stronger because like, if it's going to work out, like it's a, it's a weird test, I guess you could say. And just, I mean, it's, it's shown just, uh, each other how much like I don't know we, we, we've met and how like you know you just the, the relationship works out and a really cute upside of long distance is it almost prolonged our like honeymoon phase because you left five months into our relationship I was still like head over heels falling for you and then you were gone for two years and now we're finally in the same place like on year four and I'm just so excited we have so many new experiences to do together like I'm not used to just getting to watch a movie with you and um see you the next day and so while long distance is hard, like it does prolong the fun things you can do together. And it does make you stronger. I think only certain couples like can survive it. And when you do, it's like Max said, makes you really strong. Totally. And I think anytime you're embarking on a long distance, there's a reason for it. It's school, it's a job. And I know for me, if I hadn't gone to New York, I think I'd be in a lot, a much more uneasy career mental state right now. If I never would have uh, moved out there and kind of turned the page on my athletic journey. So it's little things like that, that suck for that year, right? Suck for that six months, whatever it is. But in the long run, um, especially if you're sticking with a person, it's obviously serious in the long run. I mean, I think it's, it's so beneficial. And also acknowledging that you have this in your relationship. I didn't think this was something I needed, nor did I expect it at all. I'm just like, I love you. I want you to do what you want to do. But Max has like many times said, thank you for letting me go to New York. And at first I was like, that's weird. Like I would never 
like, you don't have to thank me. Like, I would never, like, be the reason you're not going. But just the fact that he acknowledged, like, that was a hard thing for us to do and we didn't have to do it and I did not put up a fight whatsoever just means a lot to me. And so it makes me feel like we're part of this team. Like, you consider me. And being considered is really important. So if, you're, if your partner is letting you – I mean, I hate saying letting you as if they're the boss, but if your partner – if you do have this very free space to live your life and flourish and grow, it is important to once in a while say, like, hey, I love that we both do our own things. I love that you let me go on trips for weeks and, like, um, just want to celebrate me, like, having a good time. So also always make sure, like, you are giving that little bit of communication back to step two, back, and saying, this is really cool that we have this, and, like, I really appreciate it, and that positive feedback. I love that. I learned that from you too. It was making sure, I mean, it gets back to point number two, communicating. Even if it's kind of a, a given in our relationship, right? It's like we are going to let the other person do and pursue and all that stuff. But like you said, at least acknowledging it just so, I mean, I'm, I'm good to go. But just so at least for me, you know that um, I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I think this was great, babe. Did you have a good time? That was fun. If you guys enjoyed hearing Max and I talk with each other, there is so much more content that we've done together. You can head over to my YouTube channel. I highly recommend, if you enjoyed this, watching the How to Be in a Long Distance Relationship video Max and I filmed together. We go through all these points that are really crucial to be in a long distance relationship. So if that interests you, definitely check that out. I also had Max do my makeup a few weeks ago. It's quite entertaining if you're looking for a laugh. Definitely check that out. And then last but not least, I did a boyfriend tag. So Max and I answer some very random questions about our relationship, which I think you might enjoy as well. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. That would mean a lot to me. I am so grateful if you keep coming back every single week. I appreciate it. And if you want to stay in touch with me personally, text me. Text me at 1-213-214-0917. I have a number with community. I'm really excited about it. I'm able to send you guys my weekly thoughts and words of wisdom, hopefully to bring a little light, fun, and realness to your weeks. So if you want to text me, it is 1-213-214-0917. All the texts come from me, I promise. And if you double dog dare me, I will send you a selfie. I hope you guys had an amazing time listening to this and have an even better day. I will see you back here next week with an awesome guest. So make sure you come back. Thanks so much and have an awesome day.